0: Welcome back. This is day five, and we we're talking about whether there's going to be a real estate crash, real estate apocalypse, whether we're all going to be looking forward to some sort of real estate based dystopian future. Dom, dom, dom. Living in caves. Yeah, so we're going to get through uh, our last section today. But before we do, I want to share with you guys an experience we just had. Um, I don't think she would mind if I actually used names, so I'm going to. So, the editor in chief of the National Association of Realtors. Magazine is a lady named uh, Stacy Moncrief. And we've known Stacy our entire, well, all almost our entire real estate career. So I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. And this is only a, the type of thing that happens when you're old. <laughs> Getting <laughs> Frank, old, maybe. Frankly, I mean, that's really. So we met Stacy originally. At, so Julie and I sold 103 homes our first year in the business. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I went. I'm trying to t- describe, uh, without over, without trying to, um, boast, boost ourselves or, or be boastful. Uh, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We, we looked like we were 12, right? We didn't keep track of how many houses we were selling. We actually, I remember very clearly it was August of that first year. We sat down on a, uh, at waiting for a movie on, um, a, a ch- you know, a little curb and we were starting to add up how many houses we, uh, sold. And I remember we called our broker, Rory Averill. And we asked him, you know because we had no clue i just we are doing exactly what we coach agents to do right we're just keeping our heads down we're getting the work done and this was by the way in a really sluggish buyer's market this was not in a hot seller's market this was where you had to fight frankly to get a house sold
1: tons of inventory
0: yeah i mean it just that's what it was that's where we really uh you know cut our teeth Anyway, so I remember sitting on that um, that curb. <laughs> the reason I'm hesitant to tell them this is I remember just, this too. Well, some of them have this uh, vision of us of being always these big real estate sophisticates and the opposite is no. the actual truth. <laughs> so we called up Rory and we say, Rory, so what is a really good year in real estate like where is it you know that you would expect us to sell our first year and rory was frankly the best broker ever for us cuz you never heard from him you could call him when you had a problem he'd answer your uh, question really fast and you would hang up i mean there was no long conversations with rory which again was perfect for julie and i anyway so we had this conversation with him and this is exactly what happened and i'll never forget it cuz um, it was funny then it is really funny now so he goes like this he, he talked you guys think i talked fast rory talked really fast yes. and he goes how many houses have you guys sold so far and we think we and julie and i said well we think we sold about 75 and and this was back when cell phones were uh, basically the size of cinder blocks <laughs> and and he goes call me back when you get to 100 click that's what that he said. It. That was That's coaching by said. Rory. He said, call me back when you get to 100. And he hung up the phone. Well, we got to 100 and we called him back and he said, congratulations and all the rest of it. And, and back then, there was not real estate coaching. Back then, there was not a bunch of, um, you know, there was no online marketing. Oh, I'll tell you guys this one. Ready for this? There was no internet. There were no emails. Well, emails were just, the consumer internet was just evolving.
1: The MLS wasn't online
0: julie and i's url that we still use to this day timandjillyharris.com it is an ancient url in the world of urls it's like 26 or 27 years old um so i mean it's an artifact of urls which by the way gives it massive PageRank value but that aside so um we had no uh idea what we were doing our first year but what we did know how to do is work hard and we did know how to do what we didn't want to uh, do what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level we sold over 100 houses our first year we break all kinds of records without knowing it. That's really the funny part, I think. In retrospect, um, Remax finds out um, because Remax Regional and where we sold Columbus, Ohio, obviously reported our numbers to Remax in Colorado. They found out. They then uh, wanted to, you know, feature us, and so they had us do some speaking. Julie and I wrote a, a not, you know, a book basically called Zero to Ten Million in Your First Year." Um, it doesn't exist anymore, so don't look for it at Dubai Harris rules, which is a little bit of the zero to 10 million is definitely sprinkled in Harris rules. But what really happened is then we started catching the national limelight. We started uh, being offered to speak at various real estate brokerages and regions and all this. And remember, Julie and I, the year prior were not in real estate. We were uh, working. I was a, uh, owned a car cleaning and detailing business. We'd both gone to college and Julie was working uh, part-time in the car cleaning and detailing business helping me run it. But she actually was a full-time elf. I mean, in, in, go ahead, <laughs> they think I'm I had joking. I an
1: all-year-round Christmas store, which, and it was great. We sold a lot of uh, you know high-end collectibles and ornaments and things. And I was telling this to a coaching client the other day because she was asking about the checking elf store we told on different podcasts. But I actually got a lot of great business training by the owners, Nikki and Al, and that, but that's what I was doing. I was working in retail, we were cleaning cars, I think I had some piano lessons on the side and then real estate.
0: So we got our real estate licenses and we just kept, and we worked hard. We learned, uh, we didn't have a FSBO script. We didn't have an expired script. We didn't really honestly know what we do, but what we did is we took action and we would go and never drive past a for sale by owner. We did pick up little bits and pieces from some other agents that we saw were successful. But what we realized was because we had purchased a house, Julie and I bought our first house when we were 22 and 23, and it was really not a very good experience um, long story short is we knew we could do better than that. That motivated us yep. to get it. That was always something in the back of our minds. That agent did nothing and double ended this listing, sold us our first house, told us not to get an inspection. All just all terrible kinds of job. things. Yeah. Well, terrible job, but I don't want to dis- speak ill of the departed. So we this the reason name I didn't say it. For anybody. yeah, okay, that's true. Well, so fast forward, um, National Association of Realtors finds out and there were, they used to do this annual magazine back then National Association of Realtors magazine was pretty much the magazine there was no remember no internet and no nothing very very few sort of ways of knowing what's going on with other real estate professionals around the country except the national association of realtors magazine you guys still get that as members of nar um, and it's it, back then it was probably four times as big. It's just tons of articles and content, that, a different time to be sure. There used to be things called newspapers back then, for those of you who are
1: made out of paper.
0: <laughs> yeah, made out of paper. That's the name with, you know, news on them. But so <laughs> they did this article. We were um, agents. I don't remember the exact categorization, but the easiest way to describe it is we're like rookies of the year at the National Association of Rollers. I don't think that's exactly what it's called. It may have been called. Uh, it was uh, I don't remember. Anyway, that was the gist of it. And so from there, our star really started to ascend and we all other things type, type to happen. And, and, you know, here we are today. I'm obviously skipping a lot, but you guys get the idea. Uh, but here's the amazing part. Stacey Moncrief was the person that did that interview of us way back then. And to have the ability to have these long term relationships with people in our industry is pretty incredible and it was so funny to sit there we did a zoom with her she's interviewing us for an article that's coming out in six months uh and to have this conversation this conversation with her where we'll all be able to reflect back upon the, basically the past 30 years um it's a gift it's it's magical and and you know she is this sweet and as bright and you know as wonderful she great job. as she's always been but yeah i just wanted to share that experience with you guys because <laughs> those experiences only come from decades of frankly, a lot of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Her last question to us, and yes, we're getting to our first point here in a second. Her last question to us was can any, I mean, this wasn't the exact question, but this was the essence of it. Do you require, does an agent or a human require any sort of special secret sauce? Is there some magical personality profile or is there some kind of you know educational background? What makes a successful agent successful? And I know why she was asking that question because so often people are talking about, you know, pseudoscience, DISC personality styles and just all these other things. But the real answer is, and I we know this from personal experience, but we also know this from having had hundreds of thousands of personal coaching calls. The real answer is what we told her. And I hope all of you have internalized this as well. Long time listeners, you know what I'm about to say. If you want long-term levels of increasing success in your business and personal life, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that really is the essence of what it takes to be successful in anything in life. And the blessing about that is, yes, it's very simplistic, which means all of you can do it. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, how good looking you are, no matter, there are no excuses. You just simply have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Make a list, listeners, of the things that you do not, will not hate to do. The idea of doing it in your real estate business makes you shudder. And guess what? Pretty much everything that you want in life uh, professionally, financially, is on the other side of mastering the very things that you don't wanna do. Because the things you don't wanna do are the things that are going to lead directly to conversations, meaningful conversations, that are gonna result in you getting paid. And that is really the truth of what it's gonna take to be successful in this new market. It does not take complicated anything. No complicated CRMs or drip campaigns or branding or social media presence or, or funnels. It takes having meaningful conversations, knowing what to say, talking people past their, you know, really their fears, moving past your own fears, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So there it is hopefully that inspires I know inspires some of you hopefully it'll inspire more of you and do remember that as we enter more into this market uh, shift or market malaise however you want to think of it all right so without any further delay Julie Harris let's get to where we are for today's show
1: yes so we're recapping after the entire week we've been talking about everything from inflation to inventory levels to demographics what is happening with this shift And why you should embrace the shift versus freaking out about it. So this is our recap of that. And the bottom line, stop freaking out. This time is not even close to being like last time. A lot of people try and compare it to a a real estate crash. We've proven that over this entire week with all of our different points and stats and facts. There's more good than bad with this shift. So consider the following. These are kind of our bonus point wrap up. Point number one. Buyers will have more to choose from in terms of housing inventory, but also mortgage options. More options are generally a good thing. You're already seeing that with higher inventory.
0: Bonus point number two: in most of the country, it actually costs you with a normal down payment, even with interest, at, interest rates at, oh my god, oh no, yeah, almost six percent. Your average mortgage payment will be half of what the equivalent rent would be in that same market. So it is absolutely makes more sense to buy, even as rates continue to increase.
1: Yes, next point, buyers won't have to pay outrageously over list price anymore. Now, this does not mean you should spend your life lowballing listings, but it does mean the days of paying 120% of lists are probably over in most markets. And in fact, as of yesterday, the report was that uh, I think this was a Redfin report 50% of offers written in the past 30 days were not having to compete.
0: Uh, advanced so advanced coaching here if you have a buyer that shows up in your life and they're saying they're looking for a deal say this mr. buyer I appreciate that everybody's looking for a deal on the market can you tell me what a deal means to you um, if it's a couple make sure you ask with both of them present answering mm-hmm. the question and you will find much to your amazement that very rarely does a deal mean financial aspects to them a deal is going to be move-in condition a deal is not going can be the house doesn't need a lot of work you know all kinds of different things don't assume a deal means price because the mistake that many of you are going to make is, you're then going to assume that the buyer meant price. You then are going to, you know, meander into thin ice where you're going to start talking about how you're going to get that buyer a great deal. You're going to, you know, slay the sellers. You're going to somehow beat the sellers up and get them to take a less than market value offer on the property. Now, Eve, now, what you've done is you've assumed that the buyer meant deal meant price. It didn't mean price to them had you asked you to discover that. Mm-hmm. But now you've made a promise you will not be able to fulfill because there's not a seller out there which is going to sell their house for less than market price. Obviously, it's some outliers. You're
1: setting false expectations.
0: And they will fire you. You will not sell a house. They will actually not buy a house from you because they'll feel like you lied to them to get their business in the first place. This goes back to skills. And by the way, what many of you are feeling, the fear that is manifesting inside of you, comes from you intuitively knowing intuition subconscious mind whatever you want to refer to it as fear is manifesting because you don't know what to do fear is manifesting because at your core you do not have the skills for this market and you know it and we strongly encourage all of you to take us up on our offer it's it, guys, look, Premier Coaching has never been free. You can join Premier Coaching right now for free. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. You have 30 days of intense Premier Coaching, which includes full access to our community page. It includes full access to daily semi-private coaching sessions with our hair certified coaches. All Everything we talk about on this podcast, you are going to get a daily uh, United Massive Action Plan, your real, estate, uh, your real estate treasure map. You're going to get scripts, objection handlers. But most importantly, what Premier Coaching is going to do for all of you, which means I would think the most to all of you, it's going to put you with a community of like-minded people who are going to succeed because of this market. You're not going to wait under your staircase and wait for the clouds to clear um, and try to prove or dis- disprove this dystopian future that so many people are thinking is coming our way. It's not, by the way. Um, you are going to have confidence knowing you can help solve other people's problems because you've taken the time to learn the skills. Remember, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and you will succeed at monstrously high levels, especially from this market. So text the word PREMIER to 47372 or simply go to members.timandjulieharris.com. com. Guys, do that urgently. There's really no excuse for you not to other than really the only people that shouldn't be joining Premier or wouldn't be joining Premier, I can imagine, would be people that are not serious about being in real estate. Frankly, you're just a journeyman. You're going to be in and you're going to be out. That makes sense. I can understand why you wouldn't want to join Premier Coaching. But even if you're full-time, you're part-time, you're new in the business you're a grizzled veteran the program is free there are no barriers to entry right so just text the word premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjillyharris.com remember uh, if texting message and data rates may apply
1: yes so back to why there is more good than bad about this shift point number three buyers can actually have the home inspected and may even have the seller repair important items how many of your contracts in the past three to five years especially, you had to waive the inspection or you could have the inspection but you weren't going to get anything fixed as a result.
0: Next point and this is from a perspective of your mindset with regards to the opportunity in real estate. The demographics and essentially demographics are simply the number of people that are viable customers for your product. So for example, that's not the actual technical definition but you get the gist of it. If you look at the sheer number of humans and just the United States that want to buy and sell real estate, that are at the age to buy and sell real estate, that might have to um, buy or sell real estate for financial reasons or buy and sell real estate because they need a larger house. It is unbelievable off the charts. There are more people vying to purchase real estate or sell real estate for that matter than even after people were returning from World War II. There are more humans alive in the United States that are going to want to buy real estate, that want to buy real estate now than really any time in the past forever. That is good for you, folks, because you happen to sell real estate and those people, many of them, won't buy or sell. The recreational movers, they'll probably take themselves out of the market for a while. But everybody else, the core reasons, like you look at, for example, there's projections about the total number of homes that are going to sell in the next 12 months. Those are your recreational movers taking themselves out of the market. Those are your house flippers taking themselves out of the market. But everybody else, which is a vast majority of all transactions, are happening for normal reasons that are not interest rate dependent. They need to move up, they need to move down, they need to move across town, they need to move across the country. They inherited a house, all these normal reasons. Those exist in a boom market, they exist in a a transitioning market, they exist in a buyer's market. Do not fear, uh, it's projected they'll at least be. 12 to 13 million real estate transactions. The average commission, you can surmise yourself using your average sale price and commission in your marketplace, but let's agree it's at least $10,000. 12 or 13 million transactions where the average commission is going to be $10,000. You are in the right place at the right time, provided you now take the right actions and start hide, and stop hiding out from doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level.
1: The next point is that homes are still selling in less than 30 days in most markets. Almost the entire country is still less than 30 days. And in fact, a lot of reports have recently coming out, came out, even though we have higher inventory, higher rates, the average days in the market has actually gone down by a couple of days in the past 30 days. So yes, I know for some of you when it's not selling overnight with you know 30 offers, it seems like a screeching halt. But this is still really good. Homes are still selling in less than thirty days. That's all good for you. Point number five. All Actually, of, it's yeah. not
0: point number five. We screwed that up. Uh, it's, well, it's the next, next point. It's next point. Next right. point. So those the analytical people like Stop what the writing hell? that down. They've said eight things. And now she's saying point number five. We added things. Point to this. number next. Point number next. Um,
1: all of you will be more skilled as a result of this shift, assuming that you shift your skills along with the real estate shift. You will get more skilled. You know, the things that you learn when you're in an environment like this are completely different than what they've been living for the past decade.
0: You don't use Instagram, Julie, but some yeah. of the pictures that are coming out on Instagram that um, are being made by seasoned agents are hilarious. <laughs> there was this one that's floating around. I don't know if pe- if you guys have seen it, where there's uh, there's three pictures. And the top two pictures are of these people that look like their asses are on fire, basically. <laughs> they're screaming, they're crazy, their eyeballs are popping out of their head. And then there's the bottom picture, which is this person that looks calm, cool, and collected. Like the whole world is, you know, perfect. And it's a beautiful. The birds are shiny, or singing, and it's unbelievably, you know, this wonderful serene look on their face. The top, and it basically is just as it is. Agents that didn't that haven't been in the business. Uh, the, the top pictures were agents that have been in the business for only 15 years or less, and the bottom picture was agents that have been in the business for longer than 15 years. In other words, the agents that have been in the business have been through a transition, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be. St- Stuck. And you guys are really at a disadvantage that have only been in the business for 15 years or less. That is 100% true. Um, and it just is. And I feel sorry for you. I only feel, I, I sort of feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you if you don't acknowledge what I'm about to say is going to probably be applicable for you. And here it is. You only know how to do passive lead generation. You think branding and marketing is what you need in a marketplace like this, and you've never learned how to be a proactive lead generator. You actually poo-poo or look down on proactive lead generation. You actually think that the more time and effort you spend on your branding, the more business is going to come your way. You don't know what uh, we mean when we say take a skills-based, proactive approach to your real estate business. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate with you because your entire experience in real estate Has been in one market that one market is gone and it's not going to return it's forever over the you know for a whole bunch of macroeconomic reasons um, you are not going to be able to flourish in this new market because of this new market so that is just a simple fact if you feel a little insulted uh, angry pissed off if you have any sort of anguish from what I just said it's because something inside of you is telling you that I'm right, and you don't want to hear it because you don't want to have to change. And listen, listeners, I'm 52 years old. I'm not allowed to say Julie's age, but we met in high school, and I'm a year older than her. But I will say this: the uh, simple fact is, is no one likes to change. Julie and I don't like to change. No one likes to change, but you have to change. You could be a massive business. You could be a small business. It doesn't matter and times and what's happening and this is unfortunate those of you who have enough age will know what i'm saying is true it used to be that changes took longer to roll out right i mean there would be like for example i was talking about the internet so the internet let's effectively say the consumer internet came out in 1996 Well, there really wasn't much of an internet other than, you know, you've got mail. AOL. Remember the
1: dial-up noise?
0: Exactly. All that crap that was happening. I mean, but, and how long did it take for Amazon to come online? Guys, Zillow didn't come online to what? Didn't go public until 2007 or something. So there's a whole uh, bunch of of you that have only known this uh, unique seller's market that was being inflated by massive amounts of money that was pumped into the economy. And that has allowed a lot of bad ideas to flourish and flourish in that people don't know that the ideas aren't going to work because the seller's market has made them seem like they're working. For example, how many of you have complicated, expensive CRMs and you don't wanna stop paying for them because you believe that they're key for your business because everybody and their brother's already told, always told you that, but you haven't yet, or hopefully you will now, put the pieces together in your head. Houses were selling despite you uh, of your lack of skill you know, because you were or weren't uh, dripping on them, houses were still going to buy. Buyers were still going to buy. Sellers were still going to buy. There was massive FOMO in the market, and that very FOMO is leaving the market. That's what happens when there's an enormous amount of money floating around. Everybody looks good. Uh, You know, essentially, there's all sorts of businesses, real estate teams. As this market starts to adjust, they're going to start realizing that they were always in a leaky boat they were just always able to bail in other words the cash flow was able to represented the buckets you know bailing the water out of the boat but now what's going to happen is there's more holes the buckets are smaller and the water is going to flow faster and the boat's going to sink even quicker that's the nature of a market like this it's unfortunate if you don't conceptually understand that and for all the new agents build your business based on foundations that aren't dependent on buying business or not dependent on branding and all the rest of it I know we're flying in the face of humanity but in real estate unlike virtually every other industry branding has a place for sure but unlike virtually every other industry you can have let's use the word brand you can have the best brand ever um, which basically is the same word uh, same definition as, as uh, being rep- uh, um, reputation right so branding has come to replace the word reputation if you want a really stellar reputation do it Warren Buffett's partner Charlie Munger says don't try to make yourself famous make the results you get for other people famous right so he's saying don't try to make yourself famous that's for those of you who are thinking about branding make the results you get for other people Uh, Your work your effort what you actually accomplish for other people to help other people. That's what's famous your work product is what's famous That's different than what a lot of you are thinking you have to do to be successful in real estate So if you want to be successful in real estate long term or anything in life earn it But in real estate You don't have to look for the business because the sellers have their hands in their air all the time saying I have my house for sale Get the listing sell the listing you do that not that frequently And you are not that, you know, you don't even have to sell that many. And then you're going to start taking more and more listings on the street than the community. And the next thing you know, you have a stellar reputation. You wouldn't have spent a cent on your brand, but you have a stellar brand because of the fact that you earned the right to uh, be people's chosen real estate professional. That's what all of you want. You can't fake that. You can't buy that. You can't lean on your purple Lamborghini and, you know, convince people that you're successful when you're leaning on a rented Lamborghini. You guys get what I'm saying here? You all know this intuitively. So go back to what I said before. What is it that you don't want to do the most? And I bet you all those things are the things that would lead you making the most money the quickest.
1: So our next point is that property values will continue and are continuing to appreciate slash inflate. We're doing a mixture of that, of course, but the, the price is going to go up. So here's a challenge: How many of the people in your database know what their home is actually worth? That's a great place to start when you're being proactive, as Tim just mentioned. Next, you can well, build. That's a
0: script, right? You want to yeah. share with them the script? Sure. Well, I mean, it's part of premier coaching, but the gist of it is: is ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Julie. This is uh, this is Tim. Um, I just wanted to. I've been getting a lot of calls and emails mm-hmm. and questions and concerns from people I know, love, and care about, and they're all pretty much worried about what their house value is. So. Um, I'm going to be calling every, you guys don't have to do this smooth. You can do stammering and, you know, use Just your own words, real. but keep it real and uh, don't, but don't change the conversation that much because you'll move away from what the essence of it is. So what I'm going to be doing is calling all the people I know, love and care about right there. That's one of the keys parts of this script saying that. Uh, and I'm going to be letting them know what's going on in their home's value so they don't have to worry.
1: Yeah, I was wondering that, actually.
0: Well, excellent. I have your first report for you today. Awesome. So, Julie, right now, there are 43 homes for sale overall that mm-hmm. are similar to your property. Wow. That seems like a lot, right? It does. But the good news is the average house in the market right now is all, it's taking 32 days to sell. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a, an increase over what it was taking six months ago, but 32 days is pretty That's good. That's so, Now, here's the really great news. Uh, in the last twelve months, your house has appreciated, increased in value, inflated mm-hmm. by eighteen percent. What? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Huh.
1: That's interesting. So
0: not only do you not have anything to worry about, but you're actually doing really well. So congratulations okay, on making a smart decision on a home.
1: You can probably hear me in my calculator calculating what that percentage worth well, is I have, worth. Well,
0: I've already done the math for you. Yeah. You paid 400000 for that house. Uh-huh. You've lived in the house for three years. Yeah. Right now, the house is worth about five twenty. So congratulations. Wow, that's awesome. By the way, would you like me to do a more in-depth report on your home's value and email it to you?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, I'll knock this out. Had you guys considered putting the house for sale?
1: Well, I mean... I guess it's worth a discussion at least, but not really. I mean, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, I'll do this. I'll do this report and I'll send it over to a CMA listeners. Oh, and by the way, so I'll work on this and I'll get it over to you the next day or so. And I'll follow up the phone call to answer any questions make sure you do that. Make sure you do both listeners. Uh, so let me ask you one last question. Who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in this market?
1: Well, you know, my neighbors, I, I, I don't know. I don't really talk to them about that. So nobody comes to mind right now.
0: Okay. So please keep in mind if you happen to come across anybody. For sure. Then you end the phone call and then here's what happens. You call back the same, you obviously do the CMA, you email the CMA, you follow up with the phone calls. Let's say Julie doesn't actually want to sell. She was just curious. That's great. Mm-hmm. Call back in 30 days, have another version, basically say the same thing again, you know, slightly changed ask for uh, anybody who's thinking about buying or selling that you might be able to help again and what you'll discover not the second time usually but the third time you follow up doing the same thing offering a service because every time you're calling you're reminding them how smart and lucky they are to own a home you guys get this they're going to want to hear from you and probably the third time you follow up with them you're not hassling them you're not bothering them you're not coming off as a pushy salesperson listeners you are actually telling them something they want to hear I want to get calls like that don't you listeners
1: absolutely and it does happen that way because maybe On the third call, I'm gonna say, you know what? My kids are finally old enough to buy a house. Can you help them? I mean, they're first-time buyers, they don't really know where to start.
0: So you've all heard this mythical law of reciprocity, and that's what will start to happen. Because you have followed up consistently, you call today on the 22nd, you call next month on the 22nd. Because of the law of reciprocity, when you call them on the usually second or third month, third month usually. They're actually going to, because they all be of expecting your call, because you've proven yourself to be a bringer of good news and you've made them feel good. They're actually going to start gathering leads for you. And you're going to create, you know, little bird dogs in your community. Not certainly not every one of them, but they are going to think of you because you made them feel good. They want to reciprocate. They want to pay you back. That is what starts to happen. Now we are not advocates, Especially in a market like this, being the tchotchke person. No forget-me-not seeds, no pumpkin pies, no nothing. Keep your money. Don't stop doing all that, you know, all that. Don't do it anymore. Just call people. You don't even need to mail them anything. Now, some of you have really kick-ass newsletters and things like that that work really well. If it's working really well and you can track anything, uh, absolutely keep doing it. If you absolutely positively can lead the, uh, you know, a direct line between the effort and the results, then keep doing it. Even if it, you know, newsletters don't work everywhere, but newsletters in some market, especially where most of your sellers or owners are older, 100% work. But that aside, call them back, let them know what's going on in the market, always offer to be of service to them. That's how you build a great reputation. Oh, by the way, that is how you build the stellar gold plated brand. You're doing something to help them, make them feel better, and then offer that to do the same thing for people that they know, love, and care about. You guys get it? Now, this is one of the many things we teach you how to do in Premier Coaching, but who, who, who among you can't say exactly what we just said? All of you can. I don't care how analytical or non-salesy you think you are, or how amiable you think you are, or any of these other types of limiting beliefs you have about yourself, every single one of you can say what we just said.
1: That's right. So our next point, you can build listing inventory faster and generate more leads as a result while still getting the listing sold in a reasonable time. I love about this many days on the market, plus maybe another 30. I'll give you two cases in point right off of coaching calls yesterday. Tammy Irby in Virginia had a million three listing. Guess what that generated? Another million three listing right across the street within, I think it took her like two weeks or less to do that. Uh, Larissa Burke in uh, Columbia, Missouri. She said, you know what's great about my listings taking a little bit longer to sell? She said, just yesterday, I got a sign call with a fantastic motivated buyer that I'm taking out this weekend, and I'm sure that I'm going to sell them something. Hey, do
0: you think that has something to do with the reason that Premier Coaching is primarily focused on teaching you guys to be listing agents? Hmm. Because if you want to list... Uh, if you want to last in real estate, you got to be a listing agent, especially in a market like this. And the opportunity to become a listing agent certainly hasn't been this good in for the last, let's say, 12 years. Last point, Julie. That's right.
1: Okay. You personally will have more opportunities to invest for yourself. Yep. Almost every single coaching call I had in the past two or three days, you know what they said? I'm thinking about getting some more investment opportunities. What have you seen nationwide with all of your coaching calls? You know, How can I build my rentals? How can I do some more flips? So you're going to see more opportunity for yourself. Rental,
0: rental prices, the average rent in certain parts of the country, most of the country has gone up by over 20% in the last 12 months. And you can buy a rental property. Let's say you bought a rental property. Julie and I are looking at a double right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, the only reason we're looking at it is because it's adjacent to another double we have. And it, they lowered the price. They started out at six hundred. Now they're down to four hundred. Um, we happen to have the again the double that's next door, and we get we're going to get three thousand dollars a month for that double. Uh, you know, on both sides rented. We paid one eighty for that thing. What five years ago, mm-hmm. six years ago. Yep. And you know, so the reality of it is, is that in that particular market, that new double, which you know, it's going to be similar in rent, it's worth probably about three fifty. But if you do the cash flow on that. It's a brilliant investment, and the world's full of those right now. So again, be opportunistic. Here's what's really exciting in a marketplace like this: if you, frankly, are a coaching client, and let's say you do your, you know, you do a guaranteed home sale program or sure. something like that, mm-hmm. or if you're an EXP agent and, and you're doing express offers, offers, you're going to get opportunities to buy properties. On sale or wholesale, you're going to like if you're an EXP realty agent, you have to become an express offers agent because that makes it so you can offer an iBuyer program. So when you go out and talk with the seller, you're going to be able to say, well, we have option A, which is to put the house for sale, retail it basically. And option B is an express offers option. Um, now maybe that seller, and this is what will happen. We experienced this when we sold real estate too. They're gonna say, you know what? I want to go right to basically wholesaling the house. They won't say wholesaling, but you guys get the idea. They don't want to put it for sale. They don't want to clean it up. They don't want to screw around at it. They want a locked-in close date. They're you know done one and done. That's what the whole I buyer thing is about. Convenience. Yeah, you buy that house, listeners. You can buy that house at sometimes a 20 or 30% discount. How happy will future you be with present you for actually having did what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level? That only happens when you're talking to sellers. Good luck getting a deal like that on the buyer side. It doesn't happen. So hopefully we've educated you. Hopefully we've motivated you. Now it's your job to get into action. The next natural step for all of you is to join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Um, and remember if texting message and data rates may apply and yes of course julie and i are associated with exp realty and yes we'd love the honor of being your exp realty sponsor if you've not yet chosen your sponsor please do consider julie and i for the honor you can text me directly and this is my real cell phone don't call <laughs> i always say that and lots of people call but don't call do text it's 512-758-0206 512-758-0206 Um, And just put eXp in the subject line and we will have a conversation about moving over to eXp and being part of Julie and I's group over to eXp Realty. And again, that's something we are very enthusiastic about and I have to say, of all the brokerages that someone should be seriously taking a look at right now because of this market, eXp Realty, 100% numero uno. Total no-brainer. Right. Not only are you going to most likely earn more money from your actual sales. But EXP has built into their system multiple ways that you can get paid. And some of those ways you can get paid are pretty extraordinary. And how much better off would all of you be if right now you were not just selling real estate, making commissions, but you had revenue share coming in. You had essentially you were building equity because you were earning EXP stock.
1: You have health insurance.
0: Exactly. So many great reasons to be an EXP agent. Do consider being part of our group. We'd certainly appreciate the honor of having the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty Sponsor. So do text me directly at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.